All right, what's up, everybody? This is DJ JP of DJ Crosstalk. We're here today with my man DJ Vinny out of Colorado, now in Las Vegas. How you doing today, Vinny? Hey, doing pretty good. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing good, doing good, doing good. So man, long time no see, no time. Long time no see. Oh, we see we almost see each other every year in Vegas. Yeah, we missed you last year at the the convention though. I was, was there. I I walked around. I, I didn't see you though. You know, you yeah, got a text. Just, I think I ran into your dad though. Yeah, he said that he's seen you real quick, and then at that point, I was trying to go find you with. I just missed you. But I yeah, because like I brought my daughters with me because my, oh, okay. my one of my daughters bought a 360 and oh, uh, cool. I paid for her to come to the convention because I wanted her to get some more business aspect of it. So it was it was it was pretty cool. Uh, they were there. So, I, you know, a lot of times I was trying to make sure they were taken care of instead of just worrying about what I was doing. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the 360 so. cameras, man, those are nice. I want to get myself one yeah. of those too. Yeah, see, and see, you know, the 360 booth. So she wanted to learn some more about that and business stuff and trying to, you know, make sure she was doing stuff legally and right and getting some oh, better yeah. ideas and buying some props and things. I think most of her money she spent on buying little props for her 360. But what we're going to do is I want to, you know, just tell me a little bit about Vinny. So how long have you been DJing? Uh, I started in like 99 nine ish 1999 i originally started because my dad would he he was djing since he was in high high school days i would assume mm-hmm. so um you know he had all the equipment and everything like that so we had a elementary i think it was an elementary school or middle school dance and my sister was finally able to old enough to attend it was a father-daughter dance so uh, my dad wasn't able to dj obviously because he had to go dance with my sister so i was there to go press play and he says oh play this song, play this song, whatever. <laughs> I was picking through, this is in the CD days, so this is like 99, 2000, whatever. So I'm over here playing all these CDs and all of a sudden everybody's dancing after all the songs I'm playing. And I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. So that's how I ended up kind of getting my start. It was just like uh, on accident kind of a thing. Yep. And did you fall in love with it right then or did it? Did you have to do a few more events with your dad? Um, I'd always been a music lover in general, just hearing all the music just around the house. But uh, what's funny is, you know, being, I don't know, maybe 12 years old, like DJing weddings and stuff like that. Like, that'd be kind of weird. Like looking at it now is like, oh, it's, uh, you're a couple, no bride or groom. And this little little 13 year old kid over here is rocking your wedding. It's oh, did you weird. start that early? Yeah, I started really young. That's that's what I originally started doing, which is like weddings, birthdays, corporate event, like company picnic kind of things. Uh, in Colorado, we have this uh, place. It's called Fun Services. It's pretty much like uh, a place that has like you could rent out like bouncy castles and um, other carnival related activity kind of games and stuff. And they have, I guess they they go to your your business that you, whoever you're working for, and they'll throw like a company party for you. So they'll have like dunk tanks, they'll have bouncy mm-hmm. castles, cotton candy machines, and stuff like that. So they'll hire out the DJ which in this case they would they would call us so we would play like all these company parties and things like that so it was it was a lot of fun back in the okay, day okay cool 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 i didn't know i said god 12 years old man i, I was probably i was chasing a basketball at 12 or football one of the two yeah i was i was playing on like two or three different baseball teams back in the day too i would be a going from one practice, changing my clothes in the car, going to a game from practice and everything. So it was, it was pretty hectic as a kid too. So it was never, never really inside. So being a music lover is what drew you to uh, wanting to be a DJ. First of all, first of all, yeah. And then doing it, then getting thrown into the fire at a father daughter dance was 
Actually, getting on the microphone was the scariest thing because you don't really hear yourself speak. And then when you hear yourself on a loudspeaker, it's like, well, I didn't really sound like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, over time, you know, I would just I would kind of like pretend what I'm going to say on the mic and then I would turn it on and then actually say it. But my dad was like, oh, you don't don't practice it. Just say it. So every time I'd be practicing, he would always just turn up the volume just so I would say it right away. So it would, it would just get out. But uh, that's ended up how I would just hear myself here on the mic. Then all right, I'm, I'm cool now. Well, I'm going to have a moment of transparency. I still don't like to listen to myself talk, even after being on radio and all kind of I still it just seems weird to listen back to your own voice to me. I don't know why. It is a little strange, but uh, I have I, grown up too. That's that's what I wanted to do. I went I went to college to be uh, a radio DJ. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, never been into radio. Well, and I, I've never had an opportunity to be like in the radio business ever since anything. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had like a little tryout one time for the. It's called like the Ohio Center for Broadcasting. It's oh, like, okay. uh, it's like a it's like a, a school, like a trade school, I guess, uh-huh. specifically for people who want to do. I guess radio or broadcast work in general. So I sat down and I recorded like a little air check and things like that in their little professional studio and everything. And then I went off to college and I went to do radio for about one one semester or something like that. I don't even know if it was a full year. Mm-hmm. And the the teacher ended up getting in a fight with the dean or somebody and he got kicked out. So the whole radio program went away. So I was like, oh man, this is what a whole what wow, here for? What am I going to do? So I ended up uh, learning the the video side of things. So I was doing like videography, uh, broadcasting, like sporting events. Uh, mm-hmm. I was doing um, uh, like like work study as like you know broadcasting the the college volleyball games and high school football games for the the radio station, the local TV station, and things like that. So it was it was a different experience, but at least I got a chance to kind of still do what I went to school for at least. So what is it about DJing that makes you continue to want to keep doing it? What what keeps you coming back every week, every night, you know, to keep doing it? Well, every night is different, which is great. <laughs> so one night, you know, it's you you could play one style of music cuz one group of people is here having a great time, and then the next night you could be playing a whole different style of music. So to me it's it's all about the music. I just want to have people just no, have a great time no matter where it's at, like what the what kind of atmosphere does want to, you know, just make you, I guess, forget about your problems, have a good time and enjoy life. Yep, absolutely. So what is your motivation? What what motivates you, gets you up out the bed to go do it? I mean, you know, besides just having fun, what is the motivation that drives you? Uh, lately, I've been making my own edits and like mashups and like kind of like remix kind of style things like like wordplay transitions and stuff like that so i just been just practice 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 all the time i just bought a, a home studio setup so i have uh s9 and two uh technique turntables now at the house so uh my home studio right here behind me so i soon see I'll be, uh, so i'm looking i'll I'm be looking. broadcasting now hopefully soon i see the but, green um, screen and all of that stuff too huh yeah, yeah, we got it all. I have, I don't even know how big that screen is. It's probably like a 20 by 30 foot green screen. It's a massive green screen. So it's, I've had a few uh, photo shoots over here for like headshots and things like that. So it's, um, 
Definitely a, a bachelor pad for sure. Yeah, I just uh, bought a house out here in Las Vegas, actually. Uh, and man, man, look at you. That, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, you. All right. So let me let me jump into some of these questions. So one is what is one of your biggest dues as a DJ? What is one thing that Vinny definitely does that, you know, that I have or, you know, just something you always say has to be done to make an event or anything you do with an event that you do? Anything that I do, what do I do? Hmm. Um, first of all, I, I always bring it. I always bring it. You never know when the last event you're going to do is. So you're, you got to go on top. You don't know who's listening. You know, who's out there. You know, if, if you're playing at a little birthday party for, you know, little Susie in the backyard and all of a sudden, you know, that's, you know, Dr. Dre's step cousins, whoever, I don't know. I don't know the terminologies, but, uh, you know, anybody could be listening. So uh, you, you never know your next opportunity. So you got to bring it all the time. doesn't matter what event, how long, what it is, bring it. I love that, man. So what is one of your big don'ts? Something you don't do or something you try? If you're training somebody, teaching somebody, tell them about the industry. What is something that Vinny says I don't do? Um, that's, that's a good question, too. That's uh, I could almost answer that the same way. It's like just just authentically be yourself first of all uh so don't try to you know be something that you're not don't don't take on a an opportunity or a gig that uh it's too big for you you know if um you know i like that i like that i like that i guess uh stay in your lane and uh you know just rock it now for somebody to talk about staying in their lane when I first met you, you were living in Colorado Springs. You, I, next time I see you, you, tell me you're up and moving to Beverly. You know, you're moving to Vegas. What brought that about? I was uh, living in Denver. Um, oh, Denver, Denver. I'm yeah. sorry, Denver. Yeah, I was after college. I, I never really got like a, a job working for like in media how I how I originally wanted to, but uh, so I ended up getting an opportunity to work for the state of Colorado doing. I don't even remember what at the time. It, it might have it might have been Vital Records. I'm not too sure. But I, I did a, I did temp work for probably about a year, and then I worked for Target and then Office Max for a few years, and then I ended up getting hired back on to work for the state in a different department. But this time it was uh, it was full time. So this time you know you got you no know, benefits, retirement, and all this. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is a good deal over here. So this is in, uh, I'm doing vital records. So I'm like issuing birth certificates, death certificates, whatnot. So I'm doing this for maybe, this is like 2011, doing this till 2018. So it was like almost like 10 years doing this. And just over time, it was, I don't know, it was doing the same thing over and over again. It got repetitive. There was a lot of changes in the office, a lot of uh, office politics and everything. I didn't really... I didn't really enjoy it. I had to drive the traffic out there was terrible. It's without traffic, sir. yeah, without traffic, I could probably get there in maybe fifteen minutes. But mm-hmm. in rush hour, it's easy hour fifteen, hour twenty minutes of wait time. So it's it's almost the same amount of time to ride your bike on the trails than it is just to sit in traffic, which is crazy. Which I've actually rode my bike twenty two miles one direction uh, back and forth that. Uh, uh, a few point in times in my life too, but um, yeah, we just uh, it was getting too crazy over there. I just didn't really enjoy it. I was still working uh, DJing on the weekends, uh, not even on the weekends, like Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think I was doing uh, uh, two two nightly bar shifts to like two in the morning. And I'd wake up, you know, five six in the morning, drive 
know, an hour and a half to work, work eight hours. And then yeah, it was just getting too repetitive. I didn't enjoy it anymore. So then uh, I would come out to the Las Vegas DJ conventions all the time, the mobile beat. And, you know, we'd meet all these people. And back in the, back in the day too, I was doing um, this live streaming app called Periscope. So I, I had, a, I remember checking you out on Periscope and you posted one of the dopest old school mixes it's still in the top of my library that when I go log on to some things, there's your, uh, that mix, that old school mix that you did. One of the first ones you ever seen. Oh man, that's funny. That's great. Yeah. I remember doing the, the Facebook challenge a long time ago too, where we had to mix like five random songs. Yeah, I, yeah, that was that, was that might be it. The one that I did when I first started cross talking, I said the uh, five song challenge, and you jumped in and did yours. Could've I know been. you have an old school mix out there that I really love. Every now and then, I go back and listen to it. Oh, sweet! Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, so, I got to record some new mixes too. It's been a while. I'm, I'm yeah, because you were doing it all the time. Every time I turn around, you were dropping a new mix. But I love that old school mix that you did, and the challenge was pretty cool too. So. Vinny, what just pushed you and say, okay, I'm moving to Vegas. I'm I'm going to shoot for my dreams. I'm following my dreams. Yeah, going back to the Periscope story, I had I had a friend that would broadcast like every single day. I would watch him like while I was at work, like all day long and everything too. <laughs> he has like this, we would almost play like the same style of music. He had like mm-hmm. the same kind of mindset as me too. So it was almost like watching myself on the screen, on like on a replay or whatever. And it's kind of like, dang. And he ended up, I, when I come out here for the conventions, now I, I would you know, talk to him and he would say, he's like, well, like you could always go back to work. So I was like, well, you do have a point there. So I was like, well, I could always try it out for like a year or two, see how I like it. Then if I don't, then yeah, I, I could always get another job again. It's not a big deal. But you no, know, I'm young. You know, I'm, I'm in my 30s now, mid 30s. I don't have any kids. I'm I'm not married or anything like that. So it's like, might as well just do it now while I have the time and the energy and while the love of doing it still. So I was like, all right, I guess uh, we'll uh, try it out here in Vegas because I know it's got to be busy out here in Vegas. So I had uh, the help of uh, my current roommate at the time too. He had put in a good word for me with the company that I'm currently working with. And uh, ever since then, it's been going great. Well, yeah, I know, because I was like, man, Vinny just up and moved. And I was like, so cheering for you, man, because being that I'm married, got kids and all of that, I can't just up and say, okay, baby, I'm moving to Vegas. I'm going to follow my dream. I was, man, I was cheering for you the whole time. I was like, that's why I would follow your periscopes. I would listen. I would check in on you. I was like, man, I hope it's going good. I would always tell my wife, we got to find Vinny while we're in Vegas and talk to you. (laughs) I I wanted you to succeed. I wanted to see you on one of those big stages in one of those big clubs, you know, doing following. I mean, you following, man, you quit left daddy, solid easy life probably back home and just said i'm going to get this and brother you had to me you have done it because like you didn't bought a house man and bro i'm super proud of you man because like i said that's what i try to tell people about vegas the relationships you form it's not just going to the seminar it's those hallway conversations and meeting these people over what well, we met over dmx lights and we have been friends ever since. And every year I come to Vegas, or every time I'm in Vegas, I hook up with you, find your dad, and we talk about something. We have to go to lunch this time. Definitely go to lunch. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Man, I'm, I, I, bro, I was, I was telling, I'm pulling for him. I would always be checking on you. I would jump on your periscopes and at least give you a word of encouragement because I know there was some times when you was like, Jeff, I don't know. And I know you was sleeping on some couches and sleeping at, you know, car and different things. And I said, but now to hear that you bought a house, it just, 
I'm super proud. Oh yeah, it's it's way nice. It's, it's nice not to have to worry about that rent going up and up and up and up and up. But mm-hmm. it's uh yeah, I have a it came with a swimming pool in the backyard and everything what? too. So Look at you, man. Nice and hot outside. Just hop on in there. It's really nice. So you and your room, you and your friend bought a house together. Uh, I bought the house. Uh, he's just uh, he's staying with me right now. So he's uh, he's he's looking to get in with his girl here pretty soon. So hopefully, uh, okay, they, so they can find their way. So now that you've kind of got in working with a company, so what all are you doing out there? What what kind of work are you doing? Uh, right now, it's mostly just uh, just the DJ work. Right now, I'm doing. Uh, a stone Wait, I'm only like, talking about DJing because I yeah. know that's your full time. I mean, I know that's all you wanted to do. So. As far as gigs, what type of gigs are you doing out there? As of right now, uh, it's kind of slow season right now for like the private event kind of thing. So I haven't been doing uh, many weddings uh, the last uh, month or so. Uh, so lately, it's been a lot of like restaurant work. Uh, so I, I do um, this uh, this new place. It's called Sushi Samba. It's inside the the palazzo on the second floor and the whatever shops i forget what what it's called um so it's 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 a pretty open format over there i play some like brazilian kind of samba music every once in a while to to mix it in um i also play over at this uh upscale place in downtown summerlin it's like an upscale mexican restaurant it's called laneta it's uh they have like a like a like a deep house kind of style vibe in there so like a tulum kind of style so uh, like that's all it is over there. So it's like, it's just deep house all day over there. So have you had to change or learn different music since you moved to Vegas or were you all over the spectrum before you got there? Uh, before I got here, I was pretty familiar with a lot of everything because you no know, doing weddings since I was you no know, super young is getting requests from that young age. I had a song selection library of like, I don't know, even know how many songs from over the years, but uh, moving out here, I did an event one time over at uh, the Resorts World at one of their, uh, I think it was like the Concord Suite. It was like one of the most expensive ones. It was probably like a $10,000 a night stay. Like it was really wow. nice room. And the client over there, I guess they wanted Deep House. So it, in my experience at the time, I was just playing like top 40 kind of stuff of like, like housey versions of stuff. But mm-hmm. I guess there's like a totally different Deep House out there that's like way deeper. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I was, I guess, uh, like just to put you in perspective, uh, DJ Solomon, he's, he's definitely from the UK somewhere. I don't know exactly uh-huh. where, but apparently he's the best DJ in the world. According to this guy that are the client that I was working with. So I was, I, I was doing all this research to figure out like what kind of his remixes that he has and everything like that. And this dude is pretty legit. Uh-huh. So, uh, if you ever uh, want to hear some like good deep house, like DJ Solomon, it's, uh, it's where it's at, but, uh, yeah, definitely deep house is the, probably the, the newest genre of music that i've been getting into because i've i've never done like i've Mm -hmm. I've pretty much coming from the private life world so i've never really started to i'm I'm barely kind of getting into like the fully nightlife related scene so uh, i'm doing uh some lounges on the strip too i'm doing um this place inside the cosmopolitan it's called click lounge i'm i'm the resident dj every uh uh, Friday and Saturday night, so it's uh, it's like a throwback hip hop R and B kind of vibe, kind of like mixed in with some newer newer hip hop stuff too. Um, just depending on the crowd, but it's um, that place gets crazy busy. It's it's a lot of fun over there. What's cool about those is they have a setup over there for you, so they have the CDJs with the 900 mixer and everything. So all you got to do is just bring your laptop and plug in, so you don't have to set up all your stuff or 
will your cart through the casino with trying to get through everybody. And that's really nice. Laptop and a hard drive, huh? That's all you need. <laughs> Man, so have you, do you, I know you probably, well, I won't say that. Have you reached where you thought you would reach or are you close to reaching your goal since just leaving Denver and going out to Vegas? Or have you done some of the things you thought you were going to do or wanted to do? I never really had any goals per se. I just, I always live in the moment. Like I don't, I don't ever really think about what's going on tomorrow, next week, whatever. I just want to, I just want to live right now. So coming out here, I think my goal is just to just at least, I guess my goal was to work four days a week, three to four days a week. I like to have one, one private event and at least like two nightlife shifts. Nightlife isn't like restaurant or uh, nightclub or lounge or whatever. Um, so at least, at least three to four, four gigs a week would be ideal for me. So now it's actually finally coming into place. So it's, uh, I guess you can kind of say I'm just about there. Okay. Okay. Cause I always want, I don't know why I always wanted to ask you that, but I don't think we ever had a chance to really deeply discuss it. Cause I'm like, okay, so what is his goal? Is his goal to be at, you know, whatever those clubs that Kevin Harris and the other guys are playing, or is his goal just to be a DJ in Vegas? So it wasn't on that level. It was just that you wanted to come to Vegas and succeed. Yeah, that was my start. And that was, because at the time it was just like, oh, you could, you could always go back. So I was like, all right, let me just give it a try. So I'm still in that, let me give it a try stage. I feel like I can still do so much more. I feel like I still haven't done anything out here in the little short time that I've been here. I've been here since 2019, but we lost a year. So really, I haven't really been here that long, but I've, I've met a lot of people along the way so far. So I, I think more people are aware of who I am at this point now, whereas when I had first moved out here, I didn't know anybody. So it's, I feel like it, it'd be a little easier for me to get work like word of mouth and stuff like that. Just cause I'm out there more often now I'm handing out more cards, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, uh, at the same time too, you no, know, uh, with social media too, I got to start getting on the TikTok trend now, but, uh, the the Instagram and the live streaming and things like that. I'm, You're I young, like I'm so yeah, okay you need to get that, into but, it. Get into to get into all that stuff. But uh, are you still streaming at all? Doing any streaming, live streaming? I, I still stream uh, all my events that I do. Uh, it's I don't usually have like different camera angles with the music videos set up how I would normally do it for like a home broadcast. But uh, I'll set it up just to where I have my phone, whatever. And then uh, I'm working on getting it to where I can set up like OBS setup. Kind of like uh, I was watching. Who, who was it? Um, DJ City had posted on their on their Instagram. It was like uh, uh, what was her name? So, uh, some some uh, Twitch uh, streamer uh, uh -huh. was broadcasting her DJ setup. So she had set up uh, a GoPro to something or whatever, and then she had hooked up something. So she had direct audio with multiple scenes and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I got to start doing that because you want to see like the crowd. But you also kind of want to hear the crowd too, so that's kind of the downfall of having direct audio. Get your but, um, audience mic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I do have a friend. Well, that same friend I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, he he has this little device where you can actually like talk to the crowd and not over the the loudspeakers and everything like that. So you can actually like engage with your. Oh, you talking chat about on a live stream? Yeah, yeah. So you Man, actually you be on a live stream and be talking like this. But you won't be talking to the crowd. You'd be talking to whoever's in your chat. 
You need to send me that. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you. What, yeah, because what it's I'm, I'm doing a spot now on Fridays and Saturdays, uh, a little restaurant over here in the neighborhood. And I've, I've been wanting to live stream from there. So that would be cool to be able to not talk to them, but be able to talk to the audience. To, well, be able to talk to both. You know, you can you can to. switch back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I need that. That needs to be. I need that in my life. Yeah, I need that. So give me that. Uh, probably a lot of other DJs would like to do that too, to be able to do that and, you know, stream and talk to both. And because it's not, they probably think I'm crazy. Uh, what, what would y'all like to hear or, you know, where you at or where are you watching the stream at going out to your audience in front of you? So yeah, it would exactly, probably be yeah. cool. I, I like, yeah, you got to make sure you send me that when we get out. Um, so. What what type of DJ do you consider yourself to be? A A the DJ that plays what he likes, or D or B the DJ that plays to the crowd in front of him, or what they've told you to play? Um, definitely, I'm open format for sure, but mm-hmm. it, it it depends on the venue. You know, obviously, you got to play you know for for the crowd that's there, but you got to play for who's paying you. So there's there's been some occasions out here where you know I'm pretty much playing like for management you know whether the crowd likes it or not like i have to play that style of music but then there's other events where you know you play for you play for the crowd and that's pretty much what i what i grew up with i didn't know that you know some people only played house music all people only played hip-hop like being in the wedding industry like from a young age you know people wanted to hear rock some people want to hear country some people wanted hip-hop so i i was always open format from the get go. You, you sure were because me growing up in the clubs, early clubs, it was all hip hop and R&B. I ain't even, well, it all depends on where you grew up to. I'm from dirt down South Mississippi. So when I, and then, well, actually I started DJing when I was overseas, but it was in the clubs on base. It was all hip hop and R&B. Maybe he squeeze in some crystal waters. That was a, and some snap. Oh, that yeah. was as deep as we got on house. <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't a big house person because, you know, I didn't know the Chicago scene. So, I just did what I did from the dirty south. And then when I came back to Texas, it was all hip hop and R&B. So never got. But now I could probably tell you a little bit. Every, so like, I mean, and like you say, wedding, you might have a wedding where your couple wants none but EDM. So it, you have to be so diverse now. So, I mean, be able to play in any any spectrum. So it's just it's just a great world. Yeah, that's what definitely separates so a lot of DJs too. Like if you only play one style of music, then you might not be able to get as many opportunities as the person that's able to play another style of music to to mix it in as well. So I've always enjoyed the opportunity to be able to know all these different styles of music because I feel like that gets me more more work for sure. So I have to ask, how's dad? How's your sister? How are they doing in Denver? What are they? How's the business for them? They're good. They're good. They're uh, not really doing so much of the DJ thing now since I, I left. But uh, they have a couple uh, people that kind of stepped in to fill in every once in a while when they need to. Okay. Uh, but the the photo booth, they just picked up uh, like one of those three um, sixty the, the ring light ones, or like you could take it around with you. Oh, a roamer. A roamer, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so they just they just picked up one of those ones. I think they just used that one the other day. And then uh, I think they got another photo booth too. I don't know which one exactly that they got but it sounds like they're pretty busy they're uh my sister's i think taking over more of the bookings now it sounds like so, so. are they coming to wedding nba i believe so i'm okay. not too sure so we're we're gonna schedule a lunch and we're gonna all get together and go eat or something 
we're doing a party. So I try to make sure I invite you to the party on Monday night. I know that's your night out, so I know you can come out. But we're doing a kickoff party in uh, for Wedding NBA, and I'll definitely make sure I let you know when and oh, where. Oh, nice. But I think it's going to be at the Beer Something across from the Bellagio. But I, I'll okay. let you know. Beer Walk, I think that's the name of it. Well, they're supposed to release the information today, but we'll see. But I'm supposed to DJ that if they allow us to bring in equipment and stuff. Another reason I need you because I'm going to need some speakers. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, but, we got some uh, fancy stuff now. Yeah, we uh, upgraded to the, the Evolve 50s. What? But, uh, I know a lot of people are knocking on them, but man, I think the quality I think those of sound, sound is, so, is great. so incredible, man. It's so I, clear, crystals like oh, man, I slept so on them buttered. forever. I didn't want to get none. I remember when they had them. Remember when they had them in the room at the conference, and they have that delay thing on them where you can put them oh, yeah, yeah. back and all that. So I finally went, I I bought RCF though. I got J eight. So oh yeah, but I, you can't go wrong with RCF either. Man, those things. I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah, I love my QSCs. They'll knock your head off. But man, for crisp quality, just clear sound, those line arrays or columns are just, oh my gosh, they're worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Every, yeah, yeah. I, I ended up buying like a floor model, supposedly. Mm-hmm. There was, I don't know, it was, uh, I, I forget where I bought them online. There was, but I ended up getting them for like a little discount just because they were like the floor model. But they came wrapped up like they were brand new, still in the packaging and everything like that. And I was like, well, I think they might have shipped me the wrong ones, but man, they sound so good. I love them. So another question I like to ask everybody, and you could probably do it a different way. So what is something you would tell little Vinny? I mean, maybe in the industry or before he got in the industry, would you have made your move earlier? Would you have not done it? You know, what is something you think you would have did differently if you had to go chance to go back and do it? Uh, I would probably have got, well, I've always been more, introvert i guess like i was never really like the club rat i guess i wouldn't want to go out like all the time Mm -hmm. but um i don't know i guess maybe meet more djs i think that would have been i I didn't know anybody growing up Mm -hmm. so i like to me it was just i played sports so to me it was just all i did was i knew all the people that played baseball basketball or whatever like that but uh, i never knew like any of the djs because i was always outdoors playing all the sports so had i felt like i could have maybe met some some djs went inside a little bit more often learned some more like scratch techniques or different tricks and stuff like that i feel like maybe that could have set me apart a little bit if i would have got it like that mm-hmm. practice at a more younger age doing more of like the club scene related stuff more as the the private event space related activities i guess Okay, so you're fine with the time that you decided to go to Vegas and everything. You felt like it was perfectly timed out and you picked the right time, except for you ran into the covidity monster. But yep. yeah, that's what I think I worried about you a lot when that was going. I was like, man, I because what did you start doing? DoorDash or something? You was telling me. Yeah, I was doing Uber Eats. Um, I was doing a lot of a lot of uh, the buying and selling. Like, was going, like, See, I kept up with you, like man. That. I was yeah. I was pulling for you. I was in your corner. I was like, man, I hope he makes it through this because this is this is not good when you're trying to solely rely on being a DJ and they just shut Vegas down. Yeah, I was I was selling subwoofers and all my <laughs> equipment. I was like, oh no, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? But yeah, I was down to like the last like week pretty much, and then finally the. The unemployment finally kicked in. I was like, "All right, good, I can stay here." But uh-huh. yeah, it was it was pretty scary. I almost almost had to go back to to Colorado for a little bit. 
I was renting a house at the time too. So mm-hmm. in, in Colorado, when I had moved out here, I kept my house. So if things didn't work out, I could always just go back home. But uh, at the time they had to, uh, the tenants that I had in there, they decided that they didn't want to stay in the house either. And I was like, Oh man, I can't afford my place. And then the house in Colorado too. So I ended up selling the house in Colorado. And then uh, at that point, and I was trying to find a house to buy out here in the meantime, it took me like a year to find this current house too. Cause the housing market's you know, pretty ridiculous now everywhere. You don't have to tell me brother. I know but, it's uh, horrible. But uh, finally at least uh, got lucky enough to where work came back and you know, the bank was like, all right, he's got enough money to afford a house. So let's, let's give him this one. Okay. So what about, so if anybody's thinking about making a move, what would you tell them? Well, how would you tell them to go if they just, you know, not even Vegas, just up to LA or New York or something like that. What would you tell them? Follow your dream, do this different. Or well, how would you tell them if they were going to try to follow their dream? Yeah, it depends on your situation, obviously, but uh, definitely now have a, have a plan. Uh, Now think, think about all the wrongs that could happen. Uh, think about you know, all the successes that could happen and weigh out the differences. See if uh, there's more right than wrong. I feel like if there's more right, might as well give it a shot. If there's mm-hmm. more wrong, if there's more, if there's any doubt, if it doesn't feel right to you, then it's probably not the time to do it. It's, yep. it's got to feel right. So, so it was right, but then it turned wrong. Then it turned back right, I guess. Huh? Yeah, there's, you got to have ups and downs, I guess. Well, that's life. Yeah, that's life. But like I say, man, I'm super proud. Glad you made it, making it and then continue to do it. I love having a friend that I can call if I need because, you know, also COVID hit me bad, too. Remember, I had the three day family reunion that I had oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the link. And man, all of that got nixed. I mean, we had plane tickets paid for rooms, paid for everything. So I was going to be doing three days. They had me going to be playing at a pool. I was so disappointed in that, man. I, that was going to be I was so looking forward to that. But, you know, think everything happens for a reason. So, oh, yeah, for sure. And I knew I was, I was like, man, I'm going to call Vinny, get my stuff from Vinny and have him come out and hang out with me. And just, I was ready you know, for you. I know. I know. I was I was ready. I said. And then I try to tell everybody that's coming that way to hook up with you, too. I don't know if any of the cats ever tell you, but uh, I know Mario tried to reach out to you when he was there to try to hook up with you, to try to come to one of the spots oh, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. were at. But he said the guys got lazy or acting old and didn't want to come hang out too late. But I said, yeah, but I'm going to try to do my best when I'm there. Cause we'll be there Monday through, I think Wednesday or Thursday. And we're going to definitely try to come hang out at a spot with you at some one night. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah can't but, wait. Man, make sure you tell your uh, dad. I said, hello. And brother, again, just know if nobody else is pulling for you, JP is pulling for you, man. I, I wish I could have followed my dreams or did something. You know, I wouldn't, I don't want to go back and change anything, but I just wish, like you said, did I, I went to the clubs and watched the DJ. So that part of it, and I learned all this scratching and all that stuff, but. I just wish I would have bought my equipment at a younger age and start doing it because I didn't buy mine until I was grown and gone and in the military. So, but I have no regrets because I've had 32 years of moving crowds, man. And I love what I do. And, uh, and I know by your mixes and what I see you doing when you're doing your live streams, you love what you do too. Oh yeah. And brother, yes. I'm just, like I say, I, I can't, I feel like you're kind of like one of my surrogate sons because I just, <laughs> 
I just feel so because you just did it, man. And I I loaded up the car and I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, and I remember trying, you told trying. me I was like I was like he did what? Because I mean I think I talked to your dad first, and he's like, oh yeah, Vinny just up and left me. Now I'm struggling to find a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty but funny. Anything else you want to throw in, man? Anything else on your mind you want to tell the world? Say to people that listen to the podcast or any shout outs or. Um, just, uh, I guess if you're ever in Vegas, you know, definitely, uh, let me know you're in town. Come say what's up. Um, uh, my Instagram is, uh, yeah, at what's your DJ, yes, Instagram is at DJ V man, DJ V M A N no spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe everything else is like Vinny underscore DJ V man. So that's like Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I don't know what else is out there. TikTok too, I think. I, I got to get on that eventually. But uh, yeah, if you're ever in, in town, come through, come say what's up, and then I have to get a drink sometime. <laughs> yes, and I appreciate it, man. I really thank you for taking the time to speak with us on the DJ Cross Talk podcast. And brother, I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm going to, no matter what I do, I'm going to continue to follow your career and hope you do nothing but prosper. And hopefully one of these days we'll be coming to one of those big clubs and hanging out and you'll be the main guy on, on the tapes. Hey, that'd be pretty cool. Hey, we'll, we'll show the stage. <laughs> All right. I'll jump on for about a five-minute set. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. But, rocket, rocket. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Thank you for jump, coming on the podcast, and I'll see you in November, brother. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Take care, man. See you. All right. I'll shoot it to you when it's ready. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Don't stop the music. Just play that Philly sound. Don't stop the music, just play that Philly sound.